I'm Mike Vardy. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. So Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome to the Productivityist Podcast. I am your host, Mike Vardy, and this week on the show, we continue the conversation with Eric Fisher. And when I say we continue the conversation with Eric Fisher, you're probably saying, but wait a minute, last week we didn't have a conversation with Eric Fisher. That was not the conversation. You had you talked to nobody last week. Well, this week I do. I talked to Eric Fisher, and we talk about a lot of cool things that are an extension of an episode that we did over at Eric's podcast, Beyond the To-Do List. In fact, this is part two of our conversation. We talk about the idea of working six months out. We talk about our definitions of certain words that revolve around the kind of work that him and I do. We talk about, you know, uh, seasonal work uh, and what he means by working by seasons. Lots of great stuff. Eric's back on the show again, and I can't wait to share it with you, so I'm not going to wait any longer. Here is my conversation with Eric Fisher as part two of our 
multi-podcast two-part series here on the Productivity is Podcast. Welcome to the Productivity is Podcast. I am your host, Mike Vardy, and this week, part two of a conversation that was started over at my friend Eric Fisher's podcast, Beyond the To-Do List. Eric's joining me, and we're going to continue the conversation here. So if you haven't listened to the first part of this show, because really it's like a two-part series, go over to Beyond the To-Do List, uh, and we'll put the link, of course, in the show notes, so that way you can say, okay, well, I want to listen to part one, and then get into part two, because we really dive into things like you know, overwhelm, um, you know, overcommitting, committing, uh, you know, a lot of great stuff unpacked in that initial episode, as well as a bit of like some stuff that you didn't know about Eric. You know, yeah. maybe knew a little bit about me. Maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit about me because <laughs> some of the people on this show probably heard me talk about some of that stuff before. But Eric, thanks for joining me today. You're welcome, and I'm going to let you kind of take the uh, the lead on this one. Sure, since it's sure. Your show. Yeah, absolutely. So what we talked, I mean, one of the things I want to dive into right off the bat is as we wrapped up the first part is we started to talk about the idea of, of working, you know, forward thinking and working forward. And one of the things that you've talked about before, and I know you've talked about this on my show before, because you are now, I think, the most frequent guest on this show, which I think is hilarious because I think interesting because mm-hmm. you were the most frequent on mine. I think this is your third appearance at this point. Um, or if I used a blab, I think I've even used a blab. So you might even you, be the you fourth. Have. Yep. So yep. so. Um, so I want to talk to you about the idea of working in seasons because we talked a little bit about that in the last episode of the first part of this, uh, two parter. And you talked about it on the show before, but that's a, a, a way of working, uh, forward, you know, of, of working a few months out, but I want to, uh, let's start there and I want to unpack it even further as we go. So tell me about the seasons of work. Like how you, are, are you dividing your work up into seasons as much as you'd like? And if so, how are you doing that? And, and because you have a day job and how, how challenging can that be for someone who maybe isn't running their own business? It, it can be challenging. And in, in fact, there's the danger there is to not keep in sync with the – There's and there's many seasons actually in fact there, or realms. Um, there's, there's the day job which has its own seasons. Then there's my home life which has its own seasons. Like for example, right now we are just ending um, soccer season for both my kids. My Uh son finally, finally, you can hear where I'm going with this, finally had his last game last night. He's a five-year-old. My daughter has one tonight and then one next week and like a tournament and then she's done. And that's just, and she was doing cross country also. I'm just like, oh my gosh, guys, like this is too much for the beginning of a school year to have so much extra going on. Not to mention then um, there's the podcast. And, you know, my own thing with that and making sure that stays on track in a consistent manner because, you know, we all know uh, the best way for a podcaster to continue to have their show grow is to put out a show consistently once a week. If that's the rate that they put them out on, if it's a daily mm-hmm. show, then you, right. you do that. If it's I don't know that there's really monthly shows per se. But anyways, I think, I think they've happened before, but yeah, I, I, think, don't, I, I think they're far less frequent than 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 I think the weekly is the most common. Yeah, because even those ones that do uh, seasonality to mm-hmm. their release schedule, they typically don't release all of the, they they don't do the Netflix thing where they release thirteen episodes and then go away for a while and then come back and do another thirteen. Although I'm sure there are there are shows out there that do that, but like for example, Serial will release uh, a season of episodes in a season 
one episode at a time and then go away again and then the, come back the, again. The closest, like the closest we get to that is when people launch their podcast on iTunes. There's that advice out there where you're supposed to launch like five episodes at once. Yeah. Which like I three again, or five, or which I, it doesn't really I, you matter. Know, which, which again, you know, we talk about things that we don't necessarily agree with last episode in terms of advice out there. I don't really like that piece of advice either. I get why it, it you know, I get the whole idea of being featured and more people listening. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, for me, it's, it's, it's yeah, I, I get it. It's but. like, it's like launching a blog with one post. People aren't going to take you seriously, but if you have like a few posts, then maybe yeah. I, ultimately just anyway, whatever, yeah, anyway, anyway, let's get off track. <laughs> but that's my, my point is, is that, uh, so, so how I approach it, what's my approach? Cause I know that's really what you care about. Um, is, that, for example, in work right now, there's a season that is ending my day job where or yeah, where we where we've closed down some things and yet other things are starting up. But there's a, an event in October when we're recording this that is every October and it's almost all of October. It's an online mm-hmm. webinar style summit event that people pay to attend to learn how to do social media for business. And that is like well there's one monday but it's mostly tuesday wednesday and thursday and it's three sessions each of those days and i this is my third one while i've been working for them and i intentionally created some extra strategies and involved other people this time around to make it a little less i don't know compounded or stressful anyway this this one but one but i will say nevertheless to say that when the event is over i will feel relief right (laughs) and that begins a new season now it's going to be slow to start in but then once it gets going it's the next season from november through to march of 2017 at the end of the uh month when in San Diego we have social media marketing world, it'll be the fifth one. Mm-hmm. I think so. Anyway, and that season of gearing up for it, being around for it, the marketing of it, being on social channels and promoting all that stuff, and the, just the consistent day in day out of my day job, as well as that marketing, and then attending the making sure we're ready for the event, attending the event, and being uh, a strong social team leader at the event and then the event closing down. And then what did we learn? Like that is my, that is the next work season that's out there. Um, the podcast ha- kind of ebbs and flows in terms of, Hey, here's a bunch of guests I want to have on. And then I'll plan scheduling them all in the margins, recording with them, putting out the shows, uh, hopefully batch processing them as we talked a little bit prior to the recording of this and part one. Um, and then as far as family goes, that's kind of goes more towards the, that goes, it follows the, 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 uh, the actual yearly calendar more than it does anything else because of, as I was describing earlier with the soccer, phew, that's done. But now we're moving into, uh, at some point here, we've got Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then January and the school year. And there's even stuff coming up at like the end of next school year, which we can go into. That's like that. There, there is a home life season mm-hmm. next year that's going to f- that honestly, I'm a little freaked out about. I'll be honest, uh, from like January to April, where we have to look for another place to live because we're renting and 
So that's just like, well, what do we do? Do we buy a house? Do we rent a house? Do we move in back in with my mother-in-law again? I don't know. Let's let's talk about that. Let's let's dive into that. Okay, because one of the things we talked about, and I mentioned this last episode, is working six months out. I, the seasonal idea to me, and this is just me going off the cuff here, it seems like – you know, I mean, I know there's certain things that happen in my life and in my home life, my work life seasonally, but I love the monthly theme idea because that gives me the, the for the foresight to say, okay, I know that at the, you know, I know that in, uh, you know, January, it's a really busy time for productivity. So I want to make sure that December is the month where I really focus on X, right? So, I mean, it, it just, to me, it's, it, it gives me an overarching focus for every month. I think you do this to a certain extent as well, but let's, let's talk about one of the things I did mention was, you know, I mean, if you're not starting to work on something six months, something big, something big, six months out, then you better start today. Like, so it's less than six months out before you have to start thinking about this stuff, right? Before yeah, your before yeah, your big exactly. move, so yep. have you already? St- I mean, I know there's only certain things you can do, but are you already starting to say, "Hey, let's look for neighbor"? Like, are we? Let's start researching schools. Or let's start looking at possible areas that we might want to live. Let's look at the housing market in these areas. Are you starting to already look at that, or are you going to wait until, let's say, because you know, again, you're starting in, you know, you have to be out by a certain time. When do you plan on starting that? Uh pretty much now. <laughs> That's kind of the, I mean, I know I said January through April, the end of April is when we have to be out for sure for the, the beginning of May. Um, and if we're, and again, if worse comes to worse, we have a backup plan. We can move in to the spare bedrooms and spare living room over at my mother-in-law's house. So we, mm-hmm. we did that and in an interim that, and I think that's part of why we're, we're a little hesitant to like jump right into the looking around stuff. Cause we did a little bit of that right before our house sold, didn't see anything we really wanted to buy, mm-hmm. saw some stuff we might want to rent, but weren't terribly interested in and then found and then we had a a couple who approached us that we knew and they said hey we've got a place but it's from september to april and we said yes and because it was one of the ones we actually wanted to look Mm -hmm. at housewise so next september so this so september 2017 no this 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 year yes yeah so we we are in there now Mm -hmm. and we have it until april of 2017 and so yeah and that and so that interim of being displaced not in a final destination that that was kind of the weird part was being uh you know the house was closed we moved out we moved into my mother-in-law's we moved there for two weeks then moved again mm-hmm. and that stress kind of was like sent us for a spin we're still unpacking some boxes but it's all in the garage and we're just like yeah do we look at stuff right now or do we kind of give ourselves a couple of weeks to just kind of decompress after everything that's been going on and let some of these things like the soccer and the cross country sure. and that stuff fall away to where we have a little bit more energy. And, and we've, you know, taken a couple looks around at the houses around in our area and we like them and we're just, you know, we're wondering. So, so we're not putting it off, but we're not like full blown into the process either. We're kind of dipping our toes in. Right, right, right. So, uh, and I think that that's the, I mean, we've talked about this here too, is, is the idea of, uh, you know, when I was in San Diego for FinCon, sitting out on the, the, the you know, and actually I ran into to, uh, a lot of people that we know there. It was a great conference. Um, sitting out on the on the uh, veranda, uh, looking out at the, the you know, the, the ocean, and I'm sitting there going, why are we in Victoria right now? Why, why is, I mean, Victoria's a beautiful place, but <laughs> man, from November until April, it's gray. Like, it's it's already gray now, actually. It's been gray since I got back. 
And so, uh, you know, we've I've talked to my wife and we actually sat down at dinner and said, should we look at the possibility of not being here this time next year? And that process honestly needs to start now, uh, because if we don't it because we're so comfortable, that's I think this is the the other the other thing that I want to get into is we get so comfortable in the status quo or where we're at. And yes. we're, we're fine with it that we don't stretch ourselves to do, you know, it, it, it's, it's odd because it's a bit of a, a paradox to what we were talking about before about doing less. But right. but but the um, the idea of making a change because it could lead to some really cool opportunities and some real, you know, real, real interesting things, you know, where we've said, you know, we've talked about it for years. Like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be here for Christmas and maybe we shouldn't be here during the winter. Well, what do we have to do? Well, we have to look at renting our house because we wouldn't sell this house because we love living here, but we don't want to live here in the winter. So, you know, but to plan that stuff out, you need to be you need to be working well in advance. How often do you find yourself? I mean, seasonally, yeah, you're in the season, you're working in the season, but how far in advance are you planning for those seasons? That's a good question. So, for me, it's I'm plan so for now, I am uh, I, I really only look forward to the season ahead of the one that I'm in, uh-huh. in terms of planning. Okay. I don't like, I don't like moving further out than that unless it's a necessity for some reason, you know, there, mm-hmm. I mean, there are times where you, you absolutely must, but for example, so I am looking at, I'm looking at kind of a closing of a season right now and getting through to the end of it. And then an interim season, I guess, of wanting to, you know, for example, I, we have Thanksgiving here in the States and I'm planning to take that entire week off completely and even off the internet for that matter, uh, and go to New York and, and be there with family that we haven't seen in a while and just like decompress and then finish the calendar year, so to speak, uh, strong, not in any kind of, oh, I'm going to get a lot of stuff done, but no, get the 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 uh the minimal amount of stuff done that is still look quite a bit amount but get it done without freaking out and allowing margin to enjoy holiday stuff over December and in even into January um planning ahead though for the season of I guess I would attach December to it but December through to when social media marketing world is at the end of March and crossing that line like that is a thing that right now I am looking at and saying okay what are all the things that need to be done between November and the end of March and that's like what five months, three mm-hmm. months, five months. Yep. And in that five, that's half a year. Do you realize that? And, yep. and so that goes back to the like, Hey, if there's something that you want to be planning for six months out, as we mentioned in part one, mm-hmm. you have to be planning for it now. And that is essentially what I am doing is I'm already looking at how does the social team for social media examiner, uh, qualify what we do at that event as a success. And then list that all off, figure it out, you know, and, and luckily we take notes on everything. We're like, okay, I mean, we wrote down all the stuff that we thought we did well last time and what we improved upon from the previous year. So I have all that, all those notes to be able to say, Hey, look at all this stuff. Like this was a win for like last year was a win for, well, this year, I guess was a win for us. So how do we do that again? And how, what can we like take it up a notch, you know, uh, on 
And that's that one aspect. Then it's also, okay, how do we do that? But then, you know, what is my home life stuff? What are the commitments? What are the, the, the holidays? What are the events? What are the commitments in, in terms of that realm? And then what is the pot? And, and you can see where I'm going with this is that my day job is first, mm-hmm. um, in, in the mix of priority or priorities, uh, the day job comes first in terms of making sure that that's set up to go because, even though it's not more important than my family, in some senses, it's it's easier to to structure that stuff than to go and then go say, okay, so what's going on with the rest of this? And you know, bump up priority in a in a kid's thing or that or whatever after the fact, knowing what the work schedule looks like. And then the podcast comes third, uh, rightfully so, because again, it's the least. It, it it's still a high commitment thing, but it's the least important in terms of the major priority items. So are you thinking that, and this is kind of how I look at it, is, I mean, productivity is, 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 it's interesting because productivity is, is because I work from home, uh, the productivity and personal kind of get equal treatment at this point, which it shouldn't right. be. Uh, honestly, productivity should probably be getting more focused than it has been uh, as we're recording this, just because, and I think I'm saying this as we record this because I just came back from two weeks of travel. So I'm in this whole personal kind of like, oh, I've, I've, let personal stuff slide. How do you yeah. keep, how do you keep, cause I mean, we talked about this in a previous episode where I talked about priority versus priorities. How do you, how do you keep those things, your personal life from being derailed because you're focused on the other two things? Because let's face it. I mean, you, you, me, you and I both do a podcast where, you know, we've, we've got our episodes that we've got back to back with this. Um, how do you keep your personal life from not getting, is it the, and this is, I think this is, this is the interesting part for me is that when kids start having extracurricular activities, you tend to, as a parent, you tend to say, oh, well, I'm, I'm going out with them and dropping them off at soccer. So that's family time. Like, which I don't, <laughs> yeah. which I don't think, which I think is partly true, but not entirely true. So how do you, how do you make sure that that the other family time, like the part that, you know, Hey, we're, we're all together as a family isn't suffering because you've got, you know, five episodes of a podcast to edit or batch and you've got, you know, planning for your work, which obviously helps pay the bills so that you can, you and your family can have a comfortable life. How do you make sure that that doesn't fall through the cracks? Yeah. So this is one of those things where as seasons change, the routine changes and the and, and for that matter, having just moved and being uh, reacclimating to uh, having an actual place that's our own that, that I can use, um, let alone the fact that like in my old space, I had an office out in the garage that had my standing desk. I don't have room for that in my new house. So mm-hmm. I have a certain area that's that's mine right now we're recording and I'm at a co-working space in a conference room. So the, with all those changes, the routine changes. The routine right now, and this is kind of an ideal routine for me and I, and it just shifts here and there as it has to, but this is the way that it goes. I can't uh, and we'll get more into this uh you you separately as well as I separately mm-hmm. will get more into this when we talk to uh the the power of time uh book yeah. uh, author but what i recognize is i cannot function as well late at night so i can't like get kids to bed and then stay up and actually like plow through on work there's some work stuff that I could do. Like I could sit down and I could enjoy reading a book that's research for a podcast at night. And that's what I've found is like my limit. 
But for me, getting a good night's sleep and starting fresh in the morning and having these three things happen. One, I spend time on myself a bit. Two, I spend some time on my day job stuff before anybody else is up. And three, I spend some time on the podcast in terms of either reading or uh, writing down questions or sitting in and listening to an episode and editing it. And if I can push something with those two things forward every uh, morning and then hit pause and have breakfast with the family and that takes many different forms, mm-hmm. getting the kids to school, if depending upon what day it is, et cetera, I will then be able to, okay, they are, I've, I've taken care of them to a certain extent and ideally go and do a workout of some sort and then sit back down and start my day job for the day till a certain point in time. And, uh, and it gets a little bit tricky here and there because once in a while there are things that creep into later in the evening because the home base is out in San Diego and they, they are a three hour time difference Mm -hmm. where I'm ahead of them. So it's later in the evening for me, but it doesn't happen all that often. It's maybe once to twice a month where it's six or seven o'clock at night and you know, poor me, whatever, that's not a big deal, but I will then try uh, and and have been getting more and more intentional with it that at the point where I, I, I hit a ideal, I hit an actual stop for the day and I don't do anything else the rest of that day that is related to either quote unquote job, whether it's the podcast or it's the day job, I will then sit and or interact with family intentionally And then they, you know, and the kids get to bed and my wife is there and we do stuff like last night and then we go to bed and that's an ideal it, but it's that hard stop. It's having that hard stop. And I think that can be, you know, it's different for you than it is for me. You have your work and and it's different for everybody for that matter, because of the fact that we have these phones that are everywhere. We're using laptops or desktops that are more highly portable than ever before or or tablets. So we can quote unquote work anywhere and everywhere anytime, but it's how do you put those, like I will get home and I will have my laptop in my bag and I will, I will put my bag away in a place where if I don't, it's not visible to me. So I don't Mm -hmm. like pass it, pick it up and then start using it. And the same with my phone. I will plug it in and leave it on a charger and try to just leave it there the entire time after it's, you know, business hours are over. So that's a long winded answer, but that's kind of me walking you through my ideal day saying, if I front load all my activities, then I can feel guilt free like we should. I mean, we used to have even knowledge workers used to have it where if you're working in a corporation or some sort, and I used to do this, it's like I would go to work nine to five. And then I would come home and my, I left my work at work. Mm -hmm. So, so your ideal days, do you theme them? Cause we talked about in the last, in the first part of this episode and over on beyond the to-do list, we talked about, you know, how I use Wednesday as my audio video day. So we're recording this on a Wednesday. So when I'm done recording this, I'll, I'll do the intro and outro. I'll get it ready and send it off to John and John will, you know, get it ready and do his magic. And then it'll be ready to go for, for it and get scheduled. Do you do you theme those days? So you've got your routine and inside of those, do you say, okay, well, it's now time to work on this type of work or do you tend to just kind of 
block it out in terms of time chunks horizontally where from night like as you've already discussed it it is some of both of those things it is cyclical determined on what week of the month it is because okay. certain so once a month I have a social team meeting that I lead and so I always have to be planning for that the week in advance of the week that that is mm-hmm. it's always on a Friday so I was thinking and that's this Friday actually uh so I was thinking about it last week in terms of gathering what are the topics we need to cover? What are the slides that we'll need to have for that? Who do I need to ask for that? Have I asked them for that? Checking off that I've asked them for that, et cetera. Then having even a check-in like, hey, did you get those to me and I need them by so-and-so or such and such time? And that's all stuff that doesn't have to be done every single day or week. But there are certain so, – so, but there are certain day, daily tasks and then there are certain weekly tasks and then there are certain monthly tasks. And so – I would say in a sense, loosely, I am theming the days. Uh, For example, we do a live show every Friday. So every Thursday we prep for that and every Friday we do it. Um, There's Monday when I am analyzing analytics and having conversations with my team members. So that's kind of meeting and analytics day. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, those are – those are a little less structured, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So Monday, Thursday, and Friday are typically structured in that way as a as a typical week. So, but, but more or less, you more more or less horizontally theme more than than daily yeah. theme. Yeah, it, more than daily theme because sometimes stuff comes up randomly. Yeah, and it's just I gotta jump and be ready. Right. So. Right. Let's talk about some of the definitions uh, that we you know we have because it was one of the things that we were going to unpack this in this part of the episode. So we talked about priority a little bit. I want to talk about the actual term. Um, productivity first before we dive into some of the other ones. Um, how do you define productivity? Because I mean, a lot of people have their own. Most people, and I mean, I, I might color your your definition by saying this, but most people th- assume it's about getting as much done as possible in, in, in as little time as possible. And again, I'm simplifying things. But how do you? I mean, in, in the years that you've been doing working in the in the productivity space with your podcast and just you know, I mean, really studying it, how do you look at productivity? How do you define it for for you and even maybe even for your listeners? Well, and I think that gives it away to a certain extent is the way we use the word in certain sentences. Right. Some people say, oh, well, I want to be more productive. And when they say that, they are saying, I want to get more done. Mm -hmm. Somebody else might say that same sentence, though, is I want to be more productive and say, you know, I really want to just take control of my life and actually like get the right things done or get more of the right things done. So who's right when they say that? (laughs) <laughs> I would say neither is wrong, right. but I would say there's still another sentence or two example yeah. of somebody saying, uh, I really need to work on my productivity. And for them, that's more about what does their routine look like? What are they saying yes to versus what are they saying no to? Uh, maybe they're spending a lot of time on unproductive things. So for them, they need to get less done because they're doing a lot of the wrong thing. Um, And then I think there's one more aspect to this, which I think is important, which is getting – I I think inherently for me – so let's move into my definition. My definition is that productivity means getting the right things done but then working on of those right things, is there a better way to do it? Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. So it's and it's not in a, like oh I'm gonna life hack, I'm gonna like a life hack this. Well, thing. and you're not saying the whole but, efficiency effectiveness buzzwords that we hear all the time either. But they essentially are saying right. the same thing. They're just saying it in a more personalized way, right? Yeah, and I think that's I think that's the point right there is that yeah. when you throw words around like efficiency and effective, I think that's what I am encompassing into the can I do can this be done better? Right. Whereas can it can it either be done more efficiently? Can we can we spend less time and get the same output on this thing, whatever it is, or can we spend the same amount or maybe even just a little bit more time gasp? And have it be much more effective than it is right now. Right, right. So there's no clear-cut answer here. But. No, no, and, and I think you hit the nail on the head because it's personal. And this, is exactly. the, and this is the thing that's been missing, and I've talked about this before, that's been missing from the term productivity for a long time. We removed the personal from it. And the, prob- the problem with that is that productivity is personal. Not everybody is going to have the same expectation in terms of productivity than another person is. Some people are going to say, hey, I want to get more more done. They don't care how I mean, more they want to get more of the right things done. They want to get more of, you know, and, and that's why I like the idea of intention and attention. Because intentions are, whatever their intentions are, getting more done, getting, you know, less done, better, getting, you know, being faster at something, just being better overall, that's an intention. Now, the kicker is, is how do you make sure that you pay attention to those intentions? And this is where we talk about focus. How do you, um, because you have a lot going on, you've got a lot of balls in the air. How do you stay focused? How do you put attention on the right things? Yeah. And and that right there, I think, is a key um, piece to that whole discussion you and I had with uh, Steve Dotto yep. on that that episode that you put out as a blab or that was a blab that you put out as a podcast episode, I should say um, that there are certain things that are overarching, like the here's my theme for the day. Well, that's great that you have that AV theme for the day for Wednesday, but how do you know what specifically you're going to work on for for today that yeah. fits in that? You know, you have to you have to, in in my opinion, decide what those thing those AV things are for that day prior to that day actually starting. Or at least right at the beginning of the day starting. Or you're not going to get those things done that you need to. You won't have put in place the the focus. This is one of the things that I was fascinated by uh, when talking with Srini was the fact that he sets up the stuff that blocks his distractions the day before. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, you'll have to go back to the episode where I talked to him about that. But I really took that to heart and I said – I do struggle with that at times. Uh, one of the things that's easy for me to do is to pull my phone out of my pocket and start doing something there when I get bored of staring at the bigger screen on my laptop. And that's just a struggle for me with an ADD type uh, you know, style and attention. Um, what I've started to do is actually literally – because I have an Apple Watch. I can get a notification if someone's calling me or texting me. I will put the phone away in my work bag, especially if I'm – like I said, I put it at the charger when I'm at home. But I will put it in my work bag and then it's sealed away in a bag where I have to literally go digging for it. And it's a little harder for me to have to work for that distraction. So I won't. Right. You know? 
And so that's one that's one factor. Uh, another is is to literally say, okay, here is my time frame. I am doing this one thing right now from from this point in time to this point in time, and I kind of half Pomodoro, half calendar blocking uh, certain tasks. And just say, okay, here's my interval. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for half hour because it's not a a deep work task. Uh, If it is a deep work task, then it's going to be a Skype goes on do not disturb or gets turned off completely. And it's on my calendar as that thing. So if somebody's looking for me, they know that I'm busy, even though they maybe can't see what I'm doing. I am sitting there and I am sitting in focused mode. I am maybe playing some intentional music that is a psychological cue to say, okay, it's work mode in it's certain type of work mode, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I set a timer for that. And, and for that matter, there's, there's this really cool, it's uh, I've got it here on my laptop. Let me open it here. There's an app called focus. It's like a, a, it looks like a a Mario coin, but silver with a black star in the Mm -hmm. middle. And it's on the Mac app store. And all its purpose is, is to literally, you fire it up, you type in what it is you're supposed to be doing at that time. And if you're, if you're, if it, uh, every, every, you, know, you can set the intervals, but every five minutes or however many long, it will flash that task on the screen and bring you back around. Like if you got off by accident somewhere else, it's like, you know, uh, write report for blah, 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 you know, and it flashes on the screen. <laughs> There's in, a lot more. Words. Yeah, there's a lot more of those. Like I've got the Saint, yeah. which which is you know it, it, if you go to a different site, I it have says that too. It, I haven't even gone into like getting that set up. Yeah, I've got by Saint, and then there's one called uh, the Z by Tomular, and it's it's a it's an eight sided device, and it, it, the cool thing about it is it's and I was an or I'm a beta tester, and it's it's on Kickstarter. I think the Kickstarter might be wrapping up by the time we we air this, but it's you can write on every side like what each side represents and it tracks your time on each of those sides. So it's a physical visual that you see. You're like, okay, well now this is the, this is writing time. This is, this is coaching time. This is whatever. So I found that to be really helpful. And I'm not a huge tracker of time. It's more a tracker of focus, I think. Right. Yeah. It, and that's kind of the key there is that like, I just have to physically remove distractions as well as set up software type boundaries Mm -hmm. and even mental and emotional and physiological stuff like hey i can't have another coffee until or i can't you know i'm not i'm not going to go eat lunch until after i complete whatever it is you know those kinds of uh rules and 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 some people would say well that's too structured well but you're you Mm -hmm. i'm me yeah i know what i need yep absolutely Thank you for joining me this week on on the show, Eric. And thanks for, you know, if you haven't listened to part one, you need to listen to part one. Uh, Of course, the link to that's in the show notes. Eric, as always, it is a pleasure to chat with you. Where can people find you online uh, so they can enjoy more of your fantastic wares? Uh, they can find me over at beyondthetodolist.com. That's where the show is and then all the social links. Pick your preference. Great. Thanks again for joining me, Eric. Thanks for having me. 
Big thanks to Eric for agreeing to do this two-part series. We hadn't done anything like this before. Well, he has on his show, but I hadn't done anything like this before. And I'd love to hear if you'd like me to do it again. Send your feedback, of course, through the iTunes reviews. You can also drop me an email at askmike@productivityist.com. If you want to become a patron as well, you get the most direct access to me through our exclusive Slack community, as well as comments right within our Patreon feed. Head over to patreon.com slash productivityist to learn more about that. You want to know more about the show, of course, all the stuff we talked about, that'll be in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Until next time, unless you are a Patreon member, in which case you're going to get bonus episodes and all that other stuff, but I digress again. So let's bring it back. (laughs) Until next time, I am your host, Mike Vardy, of the Productivityist Podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going.